Welcome to Quarantine Cocktail Hour. So 
How are you doing? Me? I'm okay. Uh, here's the thing. I'm actually recording this first segment on Monday night. The election hasn't even happened yet, so I can't tell you how I feel right now. Do I need to leave the country? Even though there were some nice folk there, as Bill Callahan sang so beautifully on that opening track under the name Smog, first iteration. You know, either way, I like where it goes with it. Don't know where I'm going. I'm gonna hit the ground running. We're gonna have to do that regardless of what has happened by the time you're listening to this. Either hit the ground running, put things back together again, or hit the ground running, trying to change things again. Either way, hope you're not just sitting around moping. That won't do you any good. I mean, it's valid to let it sit for a day, whether that's elation or pain or the hangover you have from either elation or pain. Let it sit for a day. Drink some coconut water, electrolytes. They're good, have a banana. Also, either way, no matter which side of the aisle you fall on, you can probably blame the outcome on the Electoral College. Which brings me to the mailbag. That's right, we have a mailbag. Here we have one from Fartin Martin Milk Carton 69420. Is that right? Is it 420? Yeah, 69420. Dear Mark, FYI. The Electoral College has nothing to do with small states getting more power. It was 100% based on slavery. Two senators per state is for granting small states power. It needs to go. You know what? I greatly appreciate this. More than I can tell you. Because what it means is you are not just sitting back listening to things accepting them, accepting what you're told. And I think that that's kind of the problem with a lot of America right now, is everyone just chooses their channels, chooses their sides, chooses who they follow on social media, and that's where they get their info. That's not what I'm here to do, I'm here to raise awareness, to peak interest, to get you excited about music and the earth and living well. And I did say on the election ween special that the electoral college has its purpose, gives small states a say. And I will admit now that does not mean that I agree with the Electoral College, nor do I believe that we should keep that system. In fact, I think it's a broken system and it should be reformed. However, that's not happening this election and it's probably not happening next election. My point was to not let it deter you from voting because of the sway that your vote can still have. Further, that statement about the Electoral College, it's a little bit messier than that. The seed of the idea seems to have very little to do with slavery, though 
rapid ratification and the ensuing way in which it evolved did have 100% to do with slavery. And it now does serve a purpose of giving certain states a very large say in national elections. And it does deter from true democracy, it does deter from enabling every person to feel like their voice can be heard. And that scares people on both sides of the aisle. And it's not gonna change anytime quick. Martin Martin Milk Carton 42069, no, I'm sorry, 69420, did follow up saying he had recently read an article that pointed out how important it is to vote in states like Idaho that will never go Democrat in order to make the case to abolish the Electoral College. If votes in states that have a major majority rule become tighter, then it will show how truly underrepresented the minority is. Now that is something I wish I could have stuck in to the election special. Even more reason to go vote if you feel disenfranchised by the Electoral College. No one else, I'm gonna be honest with you all right now. I try to keep abreast of the things that interest me, which also happen to be the things I talk about, but there is also a global pandemic, and I have another full-time job, a partner in grad school, and a child who poops his pants and falls downstairs, if not monitored. So, things do slip through the cracks. I also promise you this. I will never research a fact about rock and roll. As the great Lester Bangs once said, there is no rock and roll facts, only rock and roll myth. And I think that's the way it should be. However, like anything you hear anywhere that piques your interest, do your own research. Learn how to do research, learn what good sources are and how to decipher whose version of history seems to make the most sense given the present context. Think for your damn self. Like Fart Martin Milk Carton 69, 420, process we've all been embarking on with voting in the electoral college the last couple of weeks you know there's so many things like the electoral college that are just so big and we can't just change them but we can engage in this process and we can engage our fellow humans in this learning process and through this you will learn that 
You can't change the big thing, but you can do the little thing that can maybe eventually lead to change. There's just some things that are a little out of your hands. And, as the old folks say, say la vie. Cherry Red 53 Drove it down to Orleans To celebrate the anniversary It was there where Pierre Was waiting to the lovely Mademoiselle C'est la vie, c'est the old folks Goes to show you never can Thank you. 
Them say Rasta confused. Him no know what he do. Them say Selassie is lost. But only Jaja have the last laugh yet. So Rasta don't get foolish. And let the newsmen words fool you. Rasta just play cool. And don't be a fool. For me said Jaja Rastaman, don't get foolish and let the newsman's words fool ya. Wise words, they're from Max Romero in the song Tuckle. You know, that's what I'm doing tonight. I'm not letting the newsman's words fool me. It's Tuesday. When I'm recording this, that's right. You guys are kind of going with me through. My, you guys are like hearing my journal of the election week, though. Afterwards, it's like reading the journal. But uh, I'm not. I'm not participating. I already did my part. I voted. I even spoke with you all about my feelings on the importance of voting. I even went as far to inquire about volunteering at my local polling place today in case they need a little extra help. I was turned down. They said there was some evidence on the internet that I might be a rabble rouser. News travels quick. Anyway, I'm abstaining from the media bullshit blitz that I'm sure is occurring. However, they're spinning this us versus them, team sports, R, V, B. Now red has it. Now blue has it. Here comes blue. Blue coming around the corner. Oh, red. Red coming around the corner. It's really pretty disgusting to watch what the media is doing with one of the most sacred and integral parts of America. Boycott cable news, boycott social media, leave the good old print media in place. Enough of them seem to have a soul. You'd have to, to keep sticking it out in that world. Yeah, you have to really care. You really need love. Well, hey, that was the name of the middle tune in that set. You Need Love by Evo Taylor. Sweet little six plus minute 
Groover from West Africa. 1970s. A lot of good music came out of West Africa in the 1970s. And it's all over now. Been completely unearthed. I don't think anyone really knew about it in the 1970s because of music licensing and the fact that radio stations played everything people heard. But let's not worry about that. I'm not thinking about that today. No, instead, I'm just trying to enjoy a beautiful fall week here in the high desert of the Snake River Plain. This is Quarantine Cocktail Hour, and I am your host, Mark Beaver, coming to you from that magical place I just mentioned. And a gorgeous day it is. 71 degrees. Maybe too gorgeous. In fact, that's unseasonably warm for November in the high desert. Don't get me wrong, I can't complain. Though, it was four degrees two weekends ago, and the forecast calls for a few inches of snow this weekend. This coming off of our rainiest June on a 50-year record, which really paired quite nicely with the COVID lockdown, I'll tell you what. And then our driest, hottest September on about a 30-year record. One of the things I love most about living in a place with multiple seasons, maybe six, is the small-scale evolutionary cycle that we all go through symbiotically with the change in the season as the temperature cools just a bit the leaves slowly start to change and maybe add a flannel eventually maybe long pants socks leaves start to fall and instinctively your puffy jacket comes out of the closet it feels real good Leaves continue to fall and you continue to evolve right along with them and the animals that are migrating. You start taking your dinners inside instead of on the patio. Maybe a few more roasted vegetables, a couple chili nights for chili nights. As all the leaves now are on the ground and the air is crisp mornings, you start to move from IPAs to stouts, from gin to whiskey. First flurries, winterize the mountain bike. The boats have been put away a bit ago. Unless you're taking a desert trip, of course. Get out the skis, dust them off, scrape off the summer wax. Could be a good winter. Looking forward to it. Where did I put my winter hats? Oh, that's right. There they are. Trusty old friends. When you've been here long enough, like the animals, it's instinctual. If you don't even take a second to notice it, you 
Just kind of go right through it. Each step, though, is satisfying, exciting. So you know you have purpose and live in concert with the world. So you can see how these massive fluctuations are a little bit cumbersome to my cyclical evolution. Something seems a little off with the weather every year. A little bit more. We'll hear a little there. I know it sounds a bit selfish of me to put it this way, but it's kind of affecting everybody, or will be. Eventually, it kind of feels like something's off with the climate overall. You know what? I'm a little scared that I'm gonna have a weird ski season. Yeah, that's definitely selfish. But during the year of COVID, I need a decent ski season. God, I need a decent ski season. More so, I'm scared that my son is not gonna grow up to enjoy these changes, this evolution and ski seasons. Though, year to year, I guess you never can tell. Say la vie, say the old folks. That was our first song. Remember that? Chuck Berry on that version. That's a great song. If you didn't start twisting on that song, check the pulse on your soul. I think the old folks might be a little wrong, though. We have some pretty amazing predictive models based off of both history and current trends. And we also have a lot of tools in our kit to start aiming this boat in the right direction so that maybe our kids can get a ski season. The answers are in just more of those little things that all are in our control, like voting or driving less or wearing a mask. Little things you can do now to solve the big thing later. The problem is getting everyone else to do it. Well, you know, for the time being, I am personally grateful for not being surrounded by a massive wildfire.
Smile when 
That was a weather set. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> Starting us off there. Link Ray. Fire and Brimstone. Man, that's a burner, isn't it? No pun intended. That's a pretty apocalyptic message feel. Uh, and not gonna lie, it kinda has been my anthem of 2020. Especially when you consider that there's just so much turmoil going on in our society that for some reason, once again, California experiences some of the largest, most devastating wildfires in history. And it's like a third page story, maybe. Louisiana got hit by like five hurricanes. Each one of them was fairly destructive. Lives were lost in each. Communities devastated. Once again, kind of barely noticed. We all just somehow accept these natural disasters accelerating. But is it because it's so commonplace or because we're so distracted by the maelstrom of garbage besetting our society? I don't know. But either way, a little bit apocalyptic. I really have a hard time thinking of what else could go wrong this year? Well, that's not true. I can think of one thing. Speaking of which, this section is being recorded Wednesday night. And to my knowledge, we still don't have a president. By the time you're listening to this, we still may not have a president. You may notice I said, last I heard, not last I checked. I did a brief check-in this morning, got a couple texts from friends, and uh, yeah, it was all just still giving me a little too much anxiety. And like I said, I have done my part for now. All I can do is wait and see what happens. Might as well not give myself daily crippling anxiety on top of the latent anxiety resting just below the surface. Man, just feels like we, we need something. We need something for these fires. Something cleansing. A little bit of rain. Well, and Peebles, maybe wouldn't be so into that. She can't stand the rain. I can't stand the rain. And Peebles, that's the name of that second track there. And you're welcome for that one. That one's on fire, isn't it? When it drops, damn, groovy. Some of you hip hop heads might have noticed a little sample hook in there. Try to place it. I love that. I love when a song comes across my radar. And you're like, what's that? Was that Wu Tang? No. No, no, I hear Talib. Talib is it Talib? No. Ooh. Black Star. Black Star. It's crazy. Out of such a fantastic song that the sample is just such a tiny little nugget. But nonetheless, a buried treasure. Speaking of buried treasures, that last one there, George Benson, Breezin. 
I came out of a bargain bin, and I'm quite familiar with George Benson, and a lot of people are. Um, I didn't like most of the songs on that record, and that's like one of the last ones. And uh, yeah, there it is. I've been wanting to play that one for a while because it just feels good. It feels breezy, much like life out here in the high desert along the Snake River Plain. That's not true. It's not breezy. It's windy. But only five days a week. The other days, yes, it is breezy, if not gusty. Feels great during the summer. But you know, some feel-good music. That always feels great. Nothing quite settles the unsettled soul like some good vibe tunes. As I said, I don't know when you're listening to this. I don't know if we have a president. I don't know if we're neck deep in some kind of recount lawsuit situation. I don't know if you need to pick me up or not. You know, last night, the romantic side of me fell asleep, filled with hope that I would wake up to a overwhelming wave of relief. Though the logical side of me would stomp that down like a overstuffed recycling bin, knowing that, really, I should be expecting frustration, to say the least, at least for a bit, if not a long bit, hopefully just a short bit. And it was frustrating to wake up to that. My wife, she craves a little more information and was insistent on listening to the NPR, and man, I can just feel it boiling up in me. And then I took a second and looked at my 19-month-old son. I saw the innocence and wonder, kind of wonder he gets out of just seeing the dog patter by or a cat scamper through the yard. Just unadulterated joy. The thing he gets most angry about is when the food falls off the spoon before it makes it to his mouth. Maybe there's a metaphor there. But it just reminds me that he doesn't care. He's just living. He's following the things that he finds interesting. He's following the things that he finds joy in. And there's something in that. And that cat scampering across the lawn and the dog trotting by that gives me a sense of relief, a sense of calm and a sense of hope. Just knowing that so much of life just goes on, regardless. Our country's been in horrible places before. We've been extremely divided. I don't even remember the Reagan era. Some people think it was the glory days and some people think it was one of the darkest times in our modern history. I came into it, pooping my pants, and by the time he was gone, I could ride a bike. Pretty big steps for me. And look at me now, drinking alone in a van, talking to my computer. So yeah, things work out. What I'm saying is, no matter what the situation is, by the time you're listening to this, find 
some joy in the world and realize that life will go on. So we might as well find some joy. Might as well make it funky. I don't know about you, but regardless of the outcome, everything I do is gonna be funky from now on. Lee Dorsey. Easy. Everything I do gonna be funky from now on. Yeah. Everything I do gonna be funky from now on. I just to be myself and do my thing. A little soul can't do no harm. Yeah. Everything I do gonna be funky from now on. Yeah. Yeah. From now on, yeah, from now on, yeah. Some may say I got no class, but I'm doing what I wanna do. So groove with me if you can, or just do what you can do. Why you why? I'm on fire. Yeah. Everything I do gonna be funky from now on. Yeah. Everything I do gonna be funky from now on. Never before have I felt so good just being natural. Ah, shit. Spill my drink. Yeah.